Hey everybody, welcome to the first ever episode of We Need to Talk. Today I'm joined by acclaimed actor Christian Bale. Let's start the show. Alright, hello everybody. Welcome, uh, welcome Christian Bale. Thank you so much for coming to my house. I want to do something a little different. I want to interview you from uh, Bateman to Batman. Um, what can you tell me about what it was like to play Patrick Bateman? My expectations were that it was going to be a, a very uh, dark psychological analysis of a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really not that in the slightest, you know. I mean, oh, I think no? the British and Ellis saw these privileged young guys uh, in Manhattan behaving badly in the 80s and sort of asked himself, well, how far will they go and how right. much can they get away with? And that's why you have this sort of ludicrous idea of Bateman being a serial killer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's an analysis of these yuppies, of Wall Street at the time, of these trust fund kids and of men, you know, and, and violence. Um, and I had no idea that that was what it was going to be. Yeah. And that Bateman would cut such a ridiculous figure as well mm-hmm. um, you know he, he's endlessly entertaining not somebody that you'd want to know but <laughs> certainly somebody that you know you, you would find fascinating to eavesdrop on you know in a restaurant well I think that's been proven you know by the success of the movie and the novel um, do you think Patrick Bateman is a one-for-one analysis of he's not culture? somebody that could really exist you know Bateman could never be a real person and I didn't okay. approach it from a point of realism you know I didn't go into motivation yeah. at all um, because this is a man who has no, nothing instinctive inside right. of him. Um, everything is a, is a cerebral hmm. choice that he makes. He could just as easily you know, compliment somebody and shake their hand or pick up an axe and take their head off <laughs> because he has no conscience, so therefore he has no limits on what you know, he can do. Um, but he's very, very intelligent, hmm. you know, um, and uh, it's sort of his knowledge and, and certainty about the environment that he lives in and the complete shallowness of it that uh, that drives him crazy, you know, knowing that any search for meaning whatsoever within his life is utterly pointless. Wow. Well, I'm actually seeing a lot of similarities, you know, between Patrick Bateman and uh, the Bruce Wayne Batman character. Uh, could you expand a little more on that? He does exactly the same thing in his mornings with his routine. He puts on his mask in order to be able to perform, you know, for the rest of the day. Um, so, you know, I had uh, to work out like crazy for that. And then the, uh-huh. the, the psychology of him, you know, was um, yeah. was interesting because it was turning on its head all of the basic uh, rules of acting, you know, that you be yeah, firstly... Be completely unselfconscious. You know, huh. Bateman's completely self-conscious. He's absolutely aware at every moment of, of the impression that he's giving, um, of of, uh, uh, of appearing realistic. Right, and so is Bruce. It didn't matter. You know, Bateman is a performance. So normally you have to disguise a performance. With this, it didn't matter that I reveal a performance. You know, it was essential right, to the for audience. it. It was sort of you know an acting teacher's nightmare. Right. Well, to bring it back to American Psycho, it's been compared to uh, a gore fest, you know, similar to Saw. It's been accused of not being violent enough by some fans of the book. Um, The book is far more violent, you know. I mean, uh, it it, it gets incredibly graphic. Um, I just don't think that can work as well in uh, movies. Um, Firstly, there's a question of... How do you show any sort of violence without celebrating it? For and sure. It's a difficult question, but certainly not by, by uh, showing it as it's described yeah. in the book. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I think that many people will be surprised because the violence in the movie is primarily in the tone of the piece, you know, um, in the atmosphere, um, right. in the thought processes, rather than actually being, you know, physically um, revealed. Um, even when there is physical violence, it tends to be on Bateman and left more to the imagination of the viewer, which, you know, which is al always works much better. Well, chainsaws notwithstanding, you're a British actor, correct? I mean, do you think that that affected your depiction of the American yuppie dream? I mean, I think that thought that it would be quite interesting, me being British, because I would have an understanding of the whole class system viewing Bateman as a member of the American upper classes. Okay. Um, there are obviously uh, these uh, kind of characters um, in every country. Um, this is an exaggeration of the Manhattan, you know, species huh. of this. But uh, Bateman couldn't exist outside of, you know, his, his, his clubs um, in... Uh, New York, outside of his offices. You know, he couldn't exist in many areas of Manhattan, let alone outside of Manhattan in the rest of the states. But he is the image of sort of the American dream of glamour, wealth, you know, sophistication um, in the backs of uh, magazines, of interview of W. Um, w? This apparently charmed life, which, uh, when you take a closer look, um, is really not so charmed and is absolutely soulless and vacant. Okay, well, being that you played Bateman, what drew you to the character of uh, Bruce Wayne in the uh, Nolan Batman films? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a real uh, story of American character and the changing times within America and, uh, and what does a man who, who has always done the right thing, um, you know, been there, been loyal, loves his town, loves his family, Alfred, become a patriarch at a very young age, what does he do when he's threatened with the rush? Right. Right. Well, of course, I agree with you, Mr. Bale. Um, we need to take a quick commercial break. Um, I need to fix the lights in here because they are terrible. And uh, we need to uh, talk about our sponsors. Uh, so please stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Home Depot. What are you going to do? Shop at Lowe's? You son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Home Depot. Thank you. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. fuck is it with you? I'm sorry. What don't you fucking understand? I was just trying to plug our advertiser, Home Depot. You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting in the middle of the fucking scene. Well, I mean, Give me a fucking answer. Podcast, man. What don't you get about it? Fuck, man. I thought this would be a good time for an advertisement, but fuck. Oh, good for you. And how was it? Not good. I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Yeah, Home Depot ain't gonna pay me shit. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. Yeah, well, fuck. It's my first episode, man. I'm sorry. You're unbelievable, man. You're unfucking believable. Well, I understand how it is for actors, man. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't fucking understand what it's like working with actors. That's what that. That's what minute. that is, man. I'm telling you. What the fuck? I'm not asking, I'm telling you. You wouldn't have done that otherwise. You know what, man? I'll fight you. Go fuck yourself. Ben Affleck's the new Batman anyways. I'm gonna fucking oh, kick fuck, your fucking man. ass. Don't you know, fuck shut you. up for a second, all right? You do it one more fucking time, and I ain't walking on this set if you're still hired. I'm fucking serious. You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. But I don't fucking cut it when you're bullshitting and fucking around like this on set. Fuck, man, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to make a podcast. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. Well, you know what, Bale? I respect you, but go fuck yourself. Fucking ass. 
Well, everybody, that was the first episode of We Need to Talk. I hope you had a good time. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back. Uh, goodbye. Light is a feather when I'm floating through. Reading through the daily news, measuring the hurt within the golden rule. Centimeters of ether, I'm heating the speaker. Motivational teacher with words that burn people. Seeing the headlines line with discord is either genocide of the planet and uproar. Never good. The rules of paradise are never nice. The best laid plans of mice and men are never right. I'm just a vagabond with flowers for Algernon and Average Joe. Who knows what the fuck is going on? It's the hope of my thoughts that I travel the world, fly like an arrow of God until I'm gone. So drifting away like a feather in air, letting my words take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever, elevator, riding the escalator to the summer magistrate. So I'm drifting away like a feather in air, letting my soul take me away from the hurt and despair. So I'm keeping it vertical forever, elevator, riding the escalator to the summer magistrate.